1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Milzoff, Senior Editor at Billboard and Broadway fan extraordinaire here. So almost every year, there's a show on Broadway that emerges as the kind of super hard to get ticket that everybody wants. Uh, A few years ago, it was Hamilton, uh, then Dear Evan Hansen. Of course, it kind of continues to be both of those. And last year, it was Hello, Dolly!, Unlike those first two shows I mentioned, Hello, Dolly! Uh, is not a hot new musical with a score that sounds like contemporary hip-hop or pop. It takes place in the 1880s. Uh, it opened on Broadway in its original production in 1964. And on the surface, it looks like the quintessential classic grand star vehicle kind of musical. The film of it certainly was for Barbara Streisand. And the Broadway new production, uh, which opened in April of last year, certainly was for Bette Midler, who won a Tony for her performance as the title character. But even as it's transitioned into a new phase recently with Bernadette Peters as Dolly, it's remained a hot ticket for reasons I think that go way beyond the name of the kind of legendary lady of the theater who is on the marquee. It really has a cast of fully star performers who've been perfectly cast in their roles uh, and the production as a whole is just really immaculately done from the set to the costumes to the full orchestra in the pit. The songs by Jerry Herman, who also wrote the music and lyrics for a couple of other pretty big shows, La Caja Full and Mame, are insanely catchy. And it's actually quite a progressive story about widowers finding love later in life, women taking charge of their romances and their lives, and scrappy New Yorkers who triumph over the stingy rich. Uh, So altogether, it's an older show that I think, because of all of these elements coming together, really feels new and fresh. The cast of Hello, Dolly! on Broadway has transitioned a little bit recently, so I was lucky to get to talk to a few of its stars. Uh, Kate Baldwin, who plays Irene Molloy and has been with the show since its opening, Molly Griggs, who plays Minnie Faye, Charlie Stemp, who plays Barnaby Tucker, and Santino Fontana, who some of you may know from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who is just starting as Cornelius Hackle. <laughs> Uh, I sh- just saw the show a couple of weeks ago. It was amazing. I was sort of bowled over by the like visceral feel of audience glee that I don't feel like I've experienced at a show in a long time. Um, the amount of applause constantly was incredible. Um, so you guys must be thrilled to be part of such a phenomenon right now. <laughs> We are, yeah.
2: Um, I, was, I had a friend come to see the show who's um, an athlete, and she said this is the only time I've been at a theater um, experience where people treated it like it was you know, a football game, where people stand up and cheer and, yes. and
1: scream their heads off, too. It's, it's intense. Yeah. Um, well, Charlie and Molly, this show is my introduction to you, and Kate and Santino, I know you from very different contexts, so I'm curious when the opportunity to be in a show like this comes up, what w- for each of you, what was the appeal of getting involved in the first place?
2: Um, I love this show. Um, I've done Hello Dolly twice before, and I felt like I had a—I felt like I had an opinion about um, Irene Malloy, the character that I play. Mm-hmm. And so I went in and auditioned for it, and um, was—I've I, I, I've loved Jerry Zachs for a long time. If there was a revival of Guys and Dolls. Um, in the 90s that I had on cassette tape and listened to um, (laughs) uh, religiously and memorized it and maybe annoyed Faith Prince with a couple of impressions. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, and Jerry has come to see a bunch of things that I've done in the past and has always hung around backstage to tell me how much he liked what I did. And so, and I always thought to myself, ah, gee, wouldn't it be fun to to work with him someday, because I admired him so much. And so um, when I got the audition to come in, it was that combination of, I think I have a good point of view on this lady, Irene, and also the idea of working with Jerry Zaks. Cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Mate, you
4: first. No, you. Okay. You've traveled so far.
2: (laughs)
3: Yes. I think think that's one of the things for me as well. You know, obviously I'm not from around here. I'm from um, from London, and uh, It's everyone's dream to come to perform on Broadway, but also, you know, with the acclaim that the show got from the year before, that was so exciting. And, you know, to be part of uh, a cast and a company that are, you know, so so well-known and, you know, are so good and have already got great reviews and it's exciting to want to bring your own thing to something as well, and that's great. You know, as Kate said as well, you know, trying to bring something to a character is always fun. So I think for me it was just always about trying to bring some excitement you know and shows like this are brilliant because all you do is just have a great time and as you said to yourself especially you,
1: know, you seem yeah. Like you're always <laughs> having an amazing always time always having a great time you
3: know especially with shows like this you can't help but laugh and smile
1: and i should say too for people listening to this who haven't seen it charlie is like an amazing dancer i was oh, just like bowled over by your moves <laughs> as a dance fan so. oh
3: thanks very cool yeah we kind of added that uh into the show when i when i came in as well and they were like you want to try stuff and I was like always you know so we ended up putting in some jumps and putting in some stuff before that wasn't in there before just to kind of also keep me fit as well
4: it <laughs> <Just kind of laughs> <laughs> <laughs> works out for everybody
3: it works out for everyone <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go to the gym yay
5: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> you Molly <laughs> ladies
5: we keep deflecting <laughs> Yeah, just are you, are you trying to hide something I want to
4: know <laughs> I have a big secret coming <laughs> oh
5: boy um, I mean I, I actually had never Seen a production of Hello Dolly before I got this job, and I had barely seen the movie before, and I had this like weird. I I tell people about it now because it's it's like strange because like I literally read the script and I was like, oh, this is really funny, and then I went in and I was like, I think this is really funny and weird and strange and beautiful, and I was really surprised when they hired me because I, I I thought that there was a big secret that I wasn't in on in terms of like this, in terms of like knowing Hello Dolly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was thrilled, totally thrilled.
4: And I didn't know, I'd never seen it uh, or uh, read it. I'd read The Matchmaker before, but I, uh, and I, had, I couldn't see it last year either, and so uh, Gavin, uh, uh, who was playing Cornelius, uh, and one of Tony were for playing Cornelius because he was that good. <laughs> he, he is that good. Um, I heard. True. I didn't get to see it. But I support him. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, and so they called that he had gotten injured and asked they were in kind of an interesting spot. I'd worked with Jerry on, Zachs on some readings and Andy Einhorn the musical director in um, Cinderella and many other things. And so they both asked are you free for a couple months? Someone got hurt. <laughs> and um they invited me to see the show, and I loved it. I'm a huge fan of Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber, and these three as well. So um, it just was lucky to kind of fit in a slot that I had open, and why not, you know? And I, it's
1: it seems like such a perfect role for you when you were announced. I was like, yes, that is like his voice exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you. I yeah i i I didn't know this. Sh- I didn't really know this show. So um, I'm glad that you feel that way, but. I didn't. <laughs> because I didn't
1: know. <laughs> and it worked out. Well, I I would think seeing the two, all four of you in like pairs right now makes me think of the fact that <laughs> I have to think that one of the most fun part of the show for you has to be the fact that you like have little teams, sort of. That the two of you are like a team, the two of you are like a team. Um, that has to make being on stage more fun, but like, is finding that chemistry something that takes time, or was it immediate for you guys?
5: I want to be Kate Baldwin's assistant. the <laughs> <laughs> single
1: thing I do ever.
5: It's so fun. You can come work at my hat shop anytime. Okay, cool, cool, okay. cool, cool, cool. cool. Yes.
2: <laughs> (laughs) Um, although I hate hats so maybe I have to pick something (laughs) else else. I have to pick something else a different kind of shop to work in (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah no I think yeah anytime we um, you know you team up with a person you have to find out who they are and like draw on Um, the first thing that struck me about Molly was just like exactly what you said when you first saw her how beautiful she is and then how funny she is I was like wow how can a person have it all (laughs) just like that you mean
5: like you no (laughs) how dare you how dare you no but like you know I was just
2: incredibly I remember that first rehearsal that I went in when um, well Charlie had come for a little bit but then was back in London doing a show and I and Gavin and I came in for rehearsal and it was Bernadette and Victor and Molly um, and they had created a new, a different version of Hello Dolly, sort of. And it was kind of like entering this world where I sort of knew what was going on, but I didn't know what was going on. And I sat back and watched as a true fan, um, watching a person discover all the new stuff that I didn't know was there and making it her own. And it was really, really exciting and, and um, to watch Molly do that and to, of course, watch Bernadette and Victor do their own takes on it, too. So, like, I think admiration is where it
1: starts, mm-hmm. you know, when you have your when you're building your team. And the two of you are just kind of starting, I would think.
4: You're
3: yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I mean, mean you are like, who it's is also, this guy sitting next to me? It's, all, it's also great at the same time, you know, especially for me with... You know, uh having Gavin here and then uh having Gavin for a while and then after that having Christian who was covering uh, he we were there for a while and that was great and then obviously having Santino Santino here as well. It's Santino, Trevor, Santino. <laughs> <laughs> Santino. We should write on the wall just so yes. I don't mistake him. It it's not like a hard name, it's not Beyoncé or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Next time though. Um, and yeah, so it's great in some ways that you get to kind of get used to doing it with different people, and that's really exciting, because it just mixes it up and it changes it up, and you know, what Santino brings to the role is is, is so great, because it's so different, you know, and that's really exciting, so yeah, it's brilliant. You know, it keeps everything fresh, and you know, you never go into work going, oh God, I've got to do this again. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's different, come on, let's switch it up, and it's awesome. It's great
4: fun. And he's been really helpful in, I had 10 days of rehearsal to kind of figure everything out, and here's where you go, and there's a lot of moving pieces So, he was super helpful in figuring out, this is how we (laughs) do this, this is how you have to do this, otherwise you'll get crushed by the train. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she's changing over there, don't, you know. So, uh, and that also helps because yeah, you're creating a, you're a family and you have to grab onto each other because you need each other.
1: And the two of you in particular are always like popping out of things, like yes, jumping into things. I was like <laughs> watching that I was like, I feel like under the stage there are like possibly disasters happening. But <laughs> Well,
3: if if you can't go up ladders then you're in trouble. Yeah. A lot of ladder work. A Lot of ladder work.
4: A lot of ladders.
3: A lot of ladder work. And,
1: and, Lad- ladder work is, is the new mask work, maybe. Ladders in the
4: basement. <laughs> yeah, that is in the I, After my put in, I said, I'm going to rename the show Ladders and Wool because I'm constantly climbing ladders or going down ladders or jumping off ladders. Some of the ladders you can't see. It seems like there's no point. And then I'm also in a three piece wool suit, which you are too.
3: Yeah, three piece suit. So Yours is stretchy. Really... Yes, mine is is nice and stretchy for my jumps. Mine is like a sheep. Not any (laughs) any warmer though. I'm I'm in a sheep. That's your (laughs) reward for all of the leaps. You get to be able to actually move. I get to move a little bit, but it's still hot. Especially when you're when you're wearing the hat as well, but because a lot of the, a lot of the things we do in the show that do get quite sweaty or, or that are quite energetic, they're only in small parts. So you'll finish and you'll leave the and mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, I feel great. And then as soon as you get up to your dressing room, it just be boom, yeah. sweating. You know, and you're like, oh hygiene, I've got like, go wash, I've got a shower, and now we gonna do that and then get back into it. So, ah <laughs> you know, oh, so hygiene,
1: it's always the way to go. Oh, ah <laughs> oh,
3: hygiene, and my poor dressing room, uh, my poor dressing room buddy Will Burton. Who plays Ambrose? Who plays Ambrose? Yes, he's always like he's a tall
1: man. <laughs> he's tall.
3: He's very he's extremely tall, tall, but with a great haircut. his <laughs> <laughs> Haircut based on? I don't oh, know, but I don't know. it's amazing. He oh, said it's this. It's based
5: on
4: someone. It's based on someone. His wig it was yes. His hair. His
3: it's his, a Jack his white. His
2: to me. wig is like something like that. He, with like yes, the, yes, totally. With the hat and the it's you fantastic. know the cravat kind of thing. Yeah, I love it.
0: We're <laughs> <I'm sure he's>, gonna <laughs> we be. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu Original Limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Gray's Anatomy. Every Gray's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1 dot com. <laughs> um. Well, you you referred to this being a family, and this is a fairly unique kind of show where like. We all have to admit there is a star, um, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or two stars. Um, so, I mean, what is that experience like to have someone so huge at the top of the show? And Kate and Molly, you can speak to the changeover and kind of what that's like.
2: Oh my God, I there was a night, oh, I think, that, what I I'm getting speechless just even talking about it, uh, trying to talk about it, uh, failing, just failing. Um, <laughs> she they changed a bit of choreography or a bit of something, and she walked over to me. She Bernadette Peters. Yes. Walked over to me and grabbed me by the shoulders and turned me, and it was a new move, and I completely forgot what I was supposed to sing. And <laughs> I, oh, I went I just did that because lo- I lost my mind because she touched me and like it's just I it so <laughs> yeah, we did we were like yes. oh and they were both God. new at the time and I'm the old <laughs> hand who's done it a long uh, time and I just lost my mind well
1: the audience seems to lose its mind that she like walks absolutely. and is yeah. alive absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. downstairs mm-hmm. across the stage mm-hmm. across the stage again it's mm-hmm. like I was sitting there in the audience like this is insane like I've never seen something so like simple, this before it's so simple but it's yeah it's
5: amazing and she's also the classiest person yes. that has ever lived. Yes. She's yeah. she's so graceful and generous and she doesn't make you feel like you have to treat her any certain way. She's just very human and cool and yeah, big mm. fan.
3: Yeah, she's great. It's not it's not easy leading a company at all. It's something that I think people think it's just turn up to work and you know do your job. It's not. It's actually really hard. You know, you need to you need to not only turn up and do your job, which as we all know, is a hard job. You know, she is, she is running, uh, you know, doing so much in this show, but also, you know, she takes the time to talk to other people and, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, to do that is, is what makes her a star. Really is what makes her a star. She's great.
1: Have you? Do you think that there are, like, definite different things that she is bringing to Dolly from BET?
2: Yes, I mean, having done the show with, with both of them, I mean, they're both such strong personalities, you know, and so they are drawing on their own um, experiences. That sort of brings with her kind of a, um, a show-busy um, history, like a, a history, especially with New York City, too, um, um, And her audiences, who would come just to see her do the role, Um, so in my experience, uh, feeling the audience kind of revel in her Bette Midler ness um, was a different experience from the audience that is now with us, who are reveling in the Bernadette ness. You know what I mean? Like they just there's a different um, energy about it. And and Bernadette is such a uh, you know. Presence in uh, musical theater. I mean, she, for me, she was the person I watched growing up and listened to and wanted to be like. And I actually sat my husband down and said, If you don't like Sunny in the Park with George, we can't date anymore. <laughs> this is when we were dating, and you have to watch this great performances with us, with me right now. And it's like, a
1: very good standard. Yeah, to say. and
2: that's the <laughs> test. Um, so, you know, and she is part of that for me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's just a uh, a different energy. She is Bernadette feels to me a per- like a person of the theater and understands, you know, like the the throwing of the ball back and forth in scenes and is actually like so ready to have fun on stage with you. Like <laughs> yeah, wants she to crack up. Like if you look at her the ro- you know, just the right way or whatever, <laughs> she will twinkle and giggle. And it, that's uh, again on, another, you know, fun aspect of working with her Mm
1: -hmm. well I think that we know when I was watching I feel like this there are two categories of musical right now that feel really exciting there's of course like completely new musicals and then there's a show like this that feels super classic but feels like it's kind of completely refreshed because of the production and the cast and um, I find when people who have no sense of what Hello Dolly is ask me to describe it Mm -hmm. I find myself at a bit of a loss because I'm like it's not I want to be like it's a big old fashioned musical but it's like not totally old fashioned I think especially when I came to see it I was like wow a lot of the humor is like very modern and having these kind of great independent roles for women who like do things for themselves is is a bit radical so I was curious just to hear you guys take on what you think is making it feel really fresh.
4: Women run the World in this show. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Mm-hmm. She as does. Beyonce it. Mean, uh, as Beyonce did say. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Irene Malloy runs her part of the world, uh, and Dolly definitely runs her part of the world. And that's why it's also so well constructed. The writing is so good because <clears throat> the story of moving on, you know, dealing with a past that may have wounded you. And being able to embrace life and move forward, and also the thing about you know, money is like manure; it isn't any good unless you've spread it around. The, those, you know, that's that's when you're like, oh, Thornton Wilder, and Michael Stewart hit on something, and Jerry Herman hit on something that is universal and will never date. Mm-hmm. It'll never get dated because that's those are sto- That's why it's so popular, because it's so true. And elemental, primal.
2: Mm. I mean, the show starts off with um, two widows and a widower. So we're starting from a place of loss, you know, and. And And you're widowed. Yeah. So yeah, there's. Dolly is a, a widow, and Irene is a widow, and then. And Horace Vandergeld is a widower. So like three people who have lived a life and have lost, and who are in their way, you know, reclaiming. Or, or asking for, you know Act two of, of their lives and trying to, um, figure out a way to to join the human race. I think is how she puts it at the end mm. of Act One, and that's inspiring and timeless. Kind of like what Santino yeah. was saying. You know, I think there will always be stories of renewal. I think we love stories that, like a Cinderella makeover story. We all, I mean, we love that kind of story. We see it over and over again in movies and television and reality shows, and mm. like starting again. That, that's that's a, <laughs> it's mm. t- totally appealing.
3: Yeah, and it's beautiful it's beautiful to see it ageless as well. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter what age, you can still find love. You know, yeah. and you can still find happiness and that's that's something that is particularly special about this show, I think, that, you yeah. know, it doesn't say it says, you know, from whatever age from, you know, seventeen to, you know, uh, Horace Van der Gelder and, and, and Dolly Levi, you know, there's no ages it doesn't matter, you still need love everyone's
4: love. Seven. You can say she looks amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. She doesn't I doesn't want to look like does. that next year. I mean? Like I
1: just every time mm-hmm. I see her, I'm like, what skincare products do you use? All of them. Who did you sign to deal <laughs> with? Secret, yeah. yes. Secret ones <laughs> yeah. we don't know about. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever now. is happening, it's working. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah.
5: Really but beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> real
4: real. <laughs> She's pretty.
5: Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying,
4: I'm,
3: I'm with you. I'm just saying, I thought, I thought you were doing Benedict's voice. No. No, no. I, she that, wasn't. I was
5: like, that was really good. <laughs> oh, that's just me.
1: <laughs> but there are also, I feel, I, I wish I could remember specifically what I'm thinking of, but I feel like there are jokes that. Are clearly landing in a very, like, right now way with Mm. the audience. Like, you feel everyone laughing, and you're like, oh, they're thinking of Trump when she says this, or (laughs) something having to do with, you know, women doing things for themselves. And it's like, it's sort of a unique thing to. Hear something from a show that's been around for this long that feels like it's really resonating with people immediately in that way.
2: Well, I was I was sort of trepidatious doing. Uh, I don't have to do it, but it's it's the first number that um, Vandergelder Gelder sings, and it's called "It Takes a Woman," mm-hmm. and it sets him up as this um, you know sort of misguided, um, cr- you know miserly, um, sort of backwards guy that that. That Dolly is going to transform, and um, but it, the song is it takes a woman, and it takes a woman to do all these things, like you know, you know, mucking out the stables, or you know, mending the whatever, you know. All the, I can't even think of the list of things that he says. But it's for the first enough. time we were doing it, I thought, oh no, are people going to see this and get offended, or be offended by um, this list of things that only women. Can do or should be allowed to do. It's implied it should be allowed to do, mm-hmm. um, and so far, so good. Nobody has come forward and said I object. I am offended, but I thought that that you know could happen. Um, but fortunately, we know that Gelder is a buffoon, so
3: yeah, it's and especially okay. towards the end as well. You see that you see the side of him as much as you do see little bits as well in between where he says about his wife. You know, and he says that you know it was foolish of her. You know. Uh, and then she died and then she (laughs) died which was foolish of her you know and it's a way I think for this older man to deal with the the, the, the trauma of of going through the death of his wife and then at the end you see that actually he's a really sweet guy and actually he does look after everyone Mm -hmm. and then runs into Dolly's uh, you
5: know. Mm-hmm. But you also lovely. know, like, as a woman watching the show, like, Dolly comes out and she has this big monologue, and I, I felt immediately when I saw Bet do it for the first time, I was like, oh, I, as a female audience member, I'm going to be totally taken care of here. You know, I know she's <laughs> going to be in charge, I know she's going to be woke, you know, and like she's going to, like, you know, make sure that, you know, things are going to fall into place. So even when that song happened, I thought it was... It was really funny, and yeah. you know, Good. and I think is like a necessary color to telling a full story about kind of gender relations in this time and mm-hmm. even now. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I was going to say that I think that being in the audience, like you hear it in a very tongue-in-cheek way, almost like oh, you, totally. can, you hear kind of little snickers, like everybody understands how ridiculous it is, yeah. right? And you Good. know, the point of view of the show is not, you know, sexist. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's kind of revolutionary, actually. Mm. I feel like I want to take a moment to shout out Victor Garber because I I would like to be the president of the Victor Garber fan club (laughs) and I find him so incredibly charming in the show. It must be just like a delight to see him every day. You are not alone. You're not alone. We love him. Everybody loves Victor. And his mustache as well. (laughs) It looks good. It looks good. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean we can't talk about the show without talking about the music. I. Know that put on your Sunday clothes in particular is like the most insane earworm in the world. <laughs> like any time I hear it, I'm like, great for the next week. I'm gonna hear it in my dr-. like literally. I think I've heard it in my dreams. Like th- there's something about the music in this show that it, it it reminds me of how like musical theater was once and of course is now again like the, becoming more like the popular music of the time because it's just so sing-alongable.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there was a day in rehearsal when um, a lady came to, de- uh, she was from FedEx and she was delivering a package and she went to the rehearsal uh, room and read the door that it said, rehearsal, hello Dolly. And she just came in and she went, hello Dolly. And she started doing, <laughs> doing the full <laughs> Carol Channing. Oh, I no, well, I was trying to do a Louis Armstrong, sorry. <laughs> it came up as, as Carol Channing. But like, she she just walked in and I don't think she knows it, I don't know of what she knows about the musical but she knew the Louis Armstrong um, you know version of it and yeah. came in and just, put the package down and then went back out singing the song and we were all like, what is that happened? Just- but you know, it is part of you know our American um, culture,
1: right? That that Dude. song in particular. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you, I mean, now you're gonna be haunted because you have to sing that song every night.
4: I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, they're, they're all such great songs and It Only Takes a Moment is such a great song. Mm-hmm. They're all great songs. Um, it's really fun.
2: And you a know? lot of people know it only takes a moment from Wally. You know that movie? I yes! never saw it. What?
4: I know, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it yet. But I'll you see saw it. Santino,
1: okay. it's I'm aware of it because obviously when I saw that Hello Dolly was part of it, I was excited. But um, I I can't bring myself to see it because I know it's going to make me cry so much.
3: Really, but wow. I I really so like up in that way where you're well, like, yes. oh, I don't
1: know if Well, I based on my recent reaction to Coco, which I think was like crying, <laughs> crying for like the entire last hour, I'm like, I know I need to see Wally, but I need a little bit of like emotional distance first. But yeah, wow. yeah <laughs>
3: I'll that's probably great. fall
1: apart when I hear that specifically.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I can't watch up. Can't watch the film up
1: without mm-hmm. like
3: being mm-hmm. like, yeah. no, fast forward the first 10 minutes because mm-hmm. I going to be crying. Up, you anymore. know, the first
1: 10 minutes are going to be, and, the, and then once you move past that, you'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> oh my God. Well, <laughs> 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 I'm just going to go cry in a corner now. It's been great talking to all of you. <laughs> um, but thank you for coming. It's lovely to meet you all. Thank it's you it's for nice having to you us. Yeah. Hello, Dolly is currently running at the Schubert Theater in New York. If you're a fan of Billboard on Broadway, please subscribe, give us lots of nice reviews and stars on iTunes. You can tweet using the hashtag Billboard on Broadway at me, at Rebecca Milzoff, and hope to have you back for a new episode next week. Blah, 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 blah.
0: Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
1: See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Before Shopify, were you
2: wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching.